going on, y'all? You know what I'm saying? We're back. My name is Jasiri X. No, it's not. No. It, no. It's not. What is it? Yes, yeah. What is your name? <laughs> ja. Just just Riri. Just Riri. <laughs> just Riri. Somebody looked at my name on a piece of paper. And then looked right in your face. <laughs> right in my face and called me Just Riri. Just, just, just Riri. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just Riri X. <laughs> Something about that just feels racist. I don't know. It just, yeah. <laughs> What's money? Well, that's how you know. Like, <laughs> like, how many black people are you around? Welcome back to This Week in White Supremacy. Obviously, we got a lot to talk about today. Fuck down. <laughs> that's just how we starting. Off top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're letting and, you know right now. And surprisingly, to my right. In the building. It's a miracle. Is your contract up, miracle? Is it? You know, I'm attorney client privilege. <laughs> it's your girl, big blessing with the big blessing, struggling with nature's blessing today. So a little bit of allergies yeah, going too. on. But yeah, I'm here, you know. All right. Well, Not we, representing my client. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And we're going to lean on your legal expertise again today, Miracle, as we're dealing with a lot of legal ramifications. What? Um, there were no ramifications. Just a political prosecution. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jeez. Man. I'm looking at the camera, y'all. It's your girl. And across from me, my brother. It's your boy, Treble NLS, Never Like Supremacy, Next Level Shaman. You know the vibes. Absolutely. And then, sir... Seriously awaiting indictment day. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump. The Supreme Asiatic Intelligently Divine. <laughs> Saeed the sweeter man. You know, come on. Yes. And then, well, I mean, you know, this is actually part two, right? Indictment yes. day part two. Indictment day do. The sequel, right? And I don't know if the, I don't know. I feel like the sequel was better well, I don't know. Was it? Did do we feel like indictment day one? I mean, I don't. We we you know thirty seven sound wild right now. You know, what yeah, I mean? thirty four to thirty seven. You know what I'm saying? You know like, what I, mean? I like that number thirty seven. <laughs> it sounds it sound magical. <laughs> How many years is he looking at? A hundred. Well, no, they said I think if if he got the total max, yeah, he would get four hundred. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, yes, indeed. Drop, so, drop one of the bombs for the 400 years. <laughs> 400 years of the sociopathic... <laughs> the Holocaust oh, that they, black, they put black people through. We're going to give Trump every year for slavery, man. <laughs> A year for, yeah. Every year we were enslaved. Come on, people. man. <laughs> so it says, for those that didn't know, yesterday in Miami, former President Donald Trump... Please. In Miami? <laughs> The M-I-A-O. <laughs> Money is a major issue. <laughs> he pleaded not guilty to 37 charges related to mishandling of classified documents. He was ar- arrested. He was fingerprinted. He was processed. He was not handcuffed. Nah. And he was not mugshotted again. Which I'm not feeling, but you know he sat down again. Now, miracle, we didn't get video of him at the table this time. But there are artist renderings. They said Trump did not say anything, but this is the second time. Again, he got 34 felonies in New York City. Now he has 37 felonies that he was indicted against picking up felonies. <laughs> Like crazy, this thing before he gonna have a hundred felonies before. Man, listen. <laughs> so, with that being said, just general reaction to, you know, your reaction, Miracle, as somebody who has, you know, very publicly said that carefully. No, very publicly have said that you did not believe that Donald Trump would be arrested. Well, um, he wasn't arrested. Like, we literally just said he wasn't fingerprinted in the process. He they, was fingerprinted. He, he was fingerprinted They just in the invited him to a little cookout at the little station. <laughs> he just hung out with his friends for a second, and then he went home. So he was <laughs> fingerprinted, though, and processed, 
and he had to sit before the judge, similarly to what happened in Manhattan, right? That was he a little just, check-in. He was not handcuffed. Well, is it a little check-in if you're facing 37 felonies to go it on was... top of the 34 felonies? Where's the photo? Where is his booking photo? So there were... So you say a picture didn't happen? Correct. No uh, face, no case. Again, like, there were artist renderings of him no in face, the... No case. <laughs> My man's went down there because he's running for president to say yes. hi to the people. Just say hi to the you courthouse. Know, he said hi. He was free to leave. Hi to the COs. <laughs> no, but I also did say, like, with DeSantis, with Trump, it is the audacity that gets them in trouble. Because if you were looking, and you can actually read the indictment because they did post it online. Yes. Part of the issue with these documents is they're like, hey, Mr. 45, do you have these documents? And he was like, no, I don't got them. And then after he would say no, he would call somebody like, hey, go move these documents. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And thinking he was better and smarter than the average bear. Yeah. At one point, he moves the documents, and the feds go and pull security, <laughs> and they say, hey, we see you're moving something on the security camp, and he forgot about that, and that's how he got in trouble. Yeah. And so it's quite funny that this has happened, and it's quite funny that this is the thing that's going to possibly take him down. Yeah. It was just the fact that he's literally moving people like all around. And again, there's a lot of evidence that he did have the documents, but now yes. I think In- last, Including an audio recording. You know, like we said last week, <laughs> we don't know if that's AI or not. But this is something work. that people really don't, I don't think understand how serious it is. Right. So I really don't see him getting a conviction if he goes to a jury. Because people go, oh, it's just some boxes. But it was like, no, this you know, was boxes I, about this, our this reminds intelligence. This something. No, like her emails. But this is stuff <laughs> about our national security that he was like hiding and showing to people. Yes. Possibly people who did not have the United yes. States' best interest in people, heart. People like Kid Rock, who did an interview talking about Trump showing him Stuff around North Korea that he even was like, I don't think I should be watching this, right? That's again, that's a another public interview. Kid of all the people shot you chose, a, a, a bunch of a beers because a trans person drinking. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just not yes. It's like the yeah, cast like, of characters but, that I think is going to relate to people, but yes. I think because he pitches to the bottom. No, that's I don't know how to say this. No, 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 no. Because he tries. Because he he tries to to get people who may not fully understand the gravity of the situation. I don't really foresee him getting a conviction for that reason. But, like, to be clear, this was a very messed up thing that he did. that could really, you uh, know, I was talking to family members who are conservative and they were like, this actually could have endangered all of our security as a nation and as a country. He's giving out military codes and secrets. Yes. What would have happened if somebody put them on social media or, you know, shared them and then all of a sudden we're, you know, taken out of here because he wanted to show people. This just reminds me of a very famous movie. I thought you had a day off yesterday. <laughs> I did. Went in there to pick up my check, came home. Where's supervisor called me about four o'clock. Talking about they got me on videotape stealing boxes. He got indicted on his day off. Man, look at that. <laughs> got indicted <laughs> on his day <laughs> off. Killing <man. laughs> <laughs> 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 me on tape. <laughs> but I would say, see, again, like, I, like, on one hand, again, I could see if you maybe looked at what happened in New York and you're like, you know, this is a New York DA. Oh, he paid a mistress off. What's the big deal? And, but although that's 34 felonies, right? But this is the federal government. But you never lied to the feds. But I'm saying, so this is the feds. This is a guy who's like a known, Jack Smith is like a known, like serious person who has a track record of convicting people. And you get 37 from the feds. Now, at that point, normally what people, a person, like an intelligent person would do is start to negotiate. 
But because Trump is running, he can't really do that. And like you said, I mean, here is he's on audio tape saying, I'm not supposed to be showing this to you. I can't declassify this because I'm no longer president. Like he knew. And so this idea, but like you said, he's like, oh, these were my presidential papers. I was supposed to have these, but we know that's not the case. And so I just, I don't like, unless he becomes president and like pardons himself, he really doesn't. (laughs) That's that's his only way out is becoming president and pardoning himself. And the wild part is... Could he do that? I, I don't know. This is the wild part. The wild part is part three is coming. Man, listen. Possibly in part August. Part three and four. Because, right, right, part three, because Fanny and Atlanta is saying they're about to drop some charges, mm. and this they're still investigating him for take the Capitol... Riots, and so that investigation is still going on, and it's just this is some. I mean, we've never seen so literally the man could have like two hundred felonies. <laughs> He's co- he collected felonies. Like <laughs> don't want to mess with them. Wow. Every one of them got felonies, man. Trouble. What is your takeaway? I'm kind of like just watching it unfold. <laughs> And wondering how this will end. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he doesn't end up doing jail time, right? That will just prove everything I think about the law system. You know 100%. What I'm right. But if he does, oh man, I, I'm kind of worried what Trumpers are going to do out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? That, that's a great question. The now, blacks for Trumps? I mean, because yeah. there were this, I, but again, <laughs> the crowd wasn't, I don't think it was what they thought it would be, yeah. right? There were people there. This is Florida. This is the South. This is one of Trump's bases. This is where Mar-a-Lago is. It wasn't like they shut everything down, right? It wasn't like they came out. But again, if Trump has to turn himself in to possibly be like put to, put in jail, would it be some type of different reaction or response? And so you're right. How will this end? I mean, normally for anybody else, if you're looking at 70 charges, what you do is you get your lawyer to negotiate and you find some common ground and then you call it a day. But for Tim to do that, he would not be able to run again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this is another piece was it was as soon as the indictment dropped, two of his lawyers quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They balling with home. They said, yeah, nah. I don't know if one of them was named Miracle Jones, but two <laughs> lawyers. First of all, first of all, where's my name on the paperwork? If my name was on the paperwork, that man wouldn't have had to show up once. Oh, what a miracle. <laughs> Number one. Protect your king, miracle. Protect Listen, your king. Protect the paycheck, first of all. So, so that's another piece. I mean, it's looking, but again, you're right, Trouble. From our, you know, novice view, we're looking and saying, oh, he's done. You know, 37 Fed charges on top of the 34 charges. (laughs) He's done. But we know the law was made not to literally for somebody like Donald Trump to get away with it. I mean, that's what it was made for. Farouk? Didn't you make a song about that? Don't let him get away with murder? Don't let him get away with murder. Yeah. Don't let them get away with boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a question for Miracle just re- regarding the booking, right? Mm-hmm. And Jasiri and I were talking about this before. If you have Secret Service for life after you, you know, mm-hmm. even leave the presidency, in that case, like if you were sentenced to jail, do you vacate the privilege of the <laughs> Okay, so what if, what if you was a Secret Service? You had to go <laughs> up in there. <laughs> you got locked up with that nigga. <laughs> you probably, like, this Trump you like how, like, with the, the governor. They'll probably send him to whatever they send the, oh, the governors of Illinois when they commit crimes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably, or, like, where the politicians go, that's probably where yeah. they would send them. So, so here's a cushy a, federal. So place. here's the second question. So, Let's say oh it, let's say he would have been in like booking right gem pop or something or any holding facility that you can imagine, and if somebody run up on him and like put hands on him or shank him or something, would that person face federal charges or would it, they just be no. handled like a regular criminal? Is he in a federal facility? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So I, federal I, facility, say, federal charges. If it's state facility, state charges. So it depends on where the facility. So is. let's say he would have got booked and like you know he would have just like been in a holding cell and like you know whatever precinct. That he was in. That's just no, because he's not currently a federal official. 
Oh, okay. So that so there's no status yeah, yeah, attached yeah. to him. There's like there's no special. Well, there is a status because he was a former president. Right. That's what I'm and saying. We've but never you wouldn't seen like, yeah, a yeah, former yeah. president on any level <clears throat> face. It, I mean, you had some former presidents like have like the world. You know, I think George Bush had some like world charges, like the international crime thing. Yeah. But we've never seen like right here in America a former president yeah, get yeah, hit yeah. with this level of charges. Wow. So, so kind of like what Trouble said, like we're waiting to see what happens. We don't know. This is unprecedented in terms of what we're seeing now. The pro- I would say this: the problem with Trump is he surrounded himself with people who liked him and had the same ideology as him. Yes, and that is when it comes to his legal team. That was what is the huge issue. Yes, because if you read the indictment, the lawyer is like, "I'm going to be there in like Friday at five o'clock to come see if you have these boxes." Well, it is. Tuesday, sir, you need to be like, I'm going to be there in 30 minutes right. to see if you have these boxes because you know what you're dealing with. So when you're doing all of this stuff to try to help your client evade responsibility, it's going to come down on you. And that's why all the people around him keep getting these charges is because they have the same, like, I'm going to mess stuff up or I'm going right. to cut corners. When in reality, he needed a objective third party to be defending him and to be like, you know, you can't do this move on, this battle is not worth it, and move on to something else. But because he didn't, he just laid so much foundation where he kind of, like, screwed him, him, himself over. Like, it was just... You, you can when say, you read the indictment, it's just hilarious <laughs> about that, though. You could say he needed a miracle. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, did you play something? It's a miracle. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Because it, it's true. Like, one of the lawyers, I forget which one, actually recorded, he recorded in his, whatever, in his phone about the case. And that was also what they used to build the federal indictment on. It actually came from one of his lawyers. I forget the name. Now, Trump did put this out, Miracle. <clears throat> he said, he's talking about Jack Smith. Did you want to play what he said about Jack Smith Absolutely. in the he wake said, of... I did everything right, <laughs> and they still indicted <laughs> He He name-checked Jack Smith. Which again, about going three, to get him in trouble. About two hours after he got booked. Did you want to play that, Fruit? In the case, I will call it our case, is a thug. I've named him Deranged Jack Smith. Like he's Captain Jack I Sparrow. What his name used to be Jack Smith. It sounds so innocent, doesn't it? Jack Smith. What's his name? Jack Smith. He's a very nice man. He's a behind-the-scenes guy, but his record is absolutely atrocious. He does political hit jobs. Yes, he called him a thug. So uh, <sighs> Trump has been a narrative man. Like I mean, right? Because he knows his people will like eat anything he feeds them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. So what he said on Truth Social, he said, this is the thug overturned consistently and unanimously in big cases that Biden and his corrupt injustice department stuck on me. Injustice department. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. Like he, yo, he's going to give you a quote, man. And he's talking about Jack Smith. He said he's a radical right lunatic and Trump hater, as are all his friends and family who probably planted information. And they got his mom. Dude's catching strays. <laughs> Imagine being related to Jack Smith. You know, I'm just chilling. With the most innocuous just, name in the world. Jack like, Smith's cousin just over here like I'm a Trump hater now. But he says they probably planted information in the boxes given to them. They tank everything they touch, including our country, which is rapidly going to hell. So here's now Donald Trump saying if they did find something, it was planted <laughs> Does he even have a PR team at this point? I don't. I don't know. Like he, like there's no way. He, but, this is, but does he need one? Listen, yeah, he doesn't even need one. Because, he does his own PR. Because the, no, the Hill put an article out that said eighty percent. <clears throat> li, listen, listen to this. Eighty percent, an overwhelming majority of likely GOP voters think Trump should still be able to be president if convicted. I hate Earth. Wow. Yo, 80%. Fuck these niggas. I'm going to space. <laughs> That's how everybody acts. That is your man. Like if that is crazy. Man, you, got, you got Teddy Riley over here chatting like, yo, I'm still voting for Trump. He got my brother out of jail. It's like, I mean, but, but, but again, like, I'm going to be honest, Farouk, no, you know, I can understand that. Right. Like, I mean, there's a lot of black people you, that are right. like, you got if my man little, out of jail. If you're Little Wayne, 
Yeah. And you was looking at like doing 10, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And now you're free. Yeah. I can understand that. I get, like, I'm saying, I, like, it's just wild yeah. that Teddy Riley, of yeah. all people. Well, but, I mean, like, but you bro- know. that's his brother. Yeah, like, it's his brother. So yeah, he yeah. actually got Teddy Riley, Little Wayne, Kodak Black. They actually got something tangible mm-hmm. from the relationship, right? These poor white people are getting nothing, man. Right, like yeah. they're like mm-hmm. they're actually losing money, losing resources, losing, losing years losing off their lives, healthcare, right? So like I can understand somebody if you said to me, "Hey, yo, man, he got my brother out of prison." Okay, I can understand that. Like you don't believe him. It's not like Teddy Riley believes what this nigga's saying. Teddy Riley's just like, "Yo, Maybe he does. I got to ride with a dude. He got my brother out of prison. Yeah. I'm a ride with him." You know what I'm saying? But like to say, even if he's convicted. A miracle. There's a part of me <laughs> that wants to see the criminal president. I mean, there's a part of me yeah. that wants to see <laughs> this nigga in a in an orange jumpsuit. You would have to have seen. Like, would the Secret Service be his like COs? Like, would they be his guards? <laughs> I mean, I have to. You know what I'm saying? And like, he got a White House. He got to put a White House phone inside this, the prison. This is almost man. like an episode of Oz. <laughs> like it really is, man. Because the they president's had, coming. Because <laughs> they had the most fantastic storylines of prisoners coming into M City. Right. Like, like this is really like Oz. Like if you if you created this and went to a network and said, "Yo, I have a story," and basically it's about a president, a guy who's running for president gets convicted and still wins. Give it time. Like, HBO's gonna run. They'd this be like shit. nobody. <laughs> but I'm saying they would. They'd be like, "Wow, that's unbelievable. That's a scenario that wouldn't happen." And like we are, we could possibly see the president of the United States like behind bars Next like season. <laughs> the series premiere of penitentiary president <laughs> <laughs> like that you don't want to miss this <laughs> 90 minute exclusive Man. it says just 12% of the GOP voters are concerned that the documents were a national security risk. I mean, this is bananas. But, like, nobody cares until you get, like, a Russian missile <laughs> flying at your house. Right. I mean, I mean, but right. there was a... I forgot who But they'll blame that on Biden. Like, yeah. they, like, like to them, Trump can do no wrong. Nothing. Like, Trump could go up and just smack him dead in his face and be like, oh, that wasn't me. Oh, I guess it wasn't. But I think <laughs> like, the, what the, the hell? The Democratic Committee, the National organization basically yes. told people DNC don't talk about this case. And so I think a lot of people don't understand the severity oh, of the issue because they're trying to, people are trying to move on from Trump because yes. their his supporters are the potential, have the potential for violence and the propensity for violence. Yes. But I think we have to be like, this is what was in those documents. Like we, he would have screwed us all. Cause like I was saying, talking to people, they're like, wait a minute, this was not about, like, you know, so-and-so. This is about, like, our national security. Yes. This is why, you know, we have Winter going to jail and other dude being exchanged to, you know, Russia. This was something that could have resulted in the death of our soldiers yes. and our Pentagon, and threatening our Pentagon. We need to do something about this. Well, it's right. funny you say that because Donald Trump has something to say about this about five oh, years yes, ago. yes, he did. When he, he was running. When uh, Yeah, he said this in August of 2016 at the Charlotte, North Carolina rally and about laws that he actually made harsher. This is what he said. In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. No one will be above the law. No one will be above the law. Our new song just dropped. <laughs> Play that a hundred and wait. See how what are we at? Seventy one times. <laughs> Seventy one felonies. You were saying miracle. No one is above the law. Mm-hmm. How he said lowers and law then he said law yeah. later. That's an intrusive law. And that was in response to Hillary Clinton and her emails, and mm. she had another server. And so here was Trump saying, "Oh, speaking I'm of servers, be, mm. yeah." Well, here's Trump. Trump was saying, "Like I'm going to be harsher and you know more. I'm going to protect these national security documents." And then did the exact opposite of that, including showing them to people. Who were not even cleared. He said no one will be above the law except me. <laughs> except <laughs> me. He literally just should have said, I'm not going to comply with your questions. Like, leave me. Instead of lying. That's the thing that got him in trouble. And the thing, 
Well, I say you never want to lie to the federal government. That's why people say, I don't know. I don't recall. Right. I don't mm-hmm. remember. You never want to sit there and be like, no, I don't have these documents. But in his mind, and I don't know, again, I don't know if this is his, it, what his mind thinks. With his public persona is all about he's still president, that he can do what he wants to do. He's letting people, he never lost they took everything away from me. I'm being unfairly prosecuted. All this is a witch hunt, the greatest witch hunt in history. It was, it's, it's more, he's worse than, they're doing him worse than they did Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it's like whatever he says doesn't matter because he can always just go to his followers and make it seem like it's a witch hunt. They're attacking me because they don't like you and blah, blah, blah. But you had mentioned, Miracle, about violence. And we started to see, in response to Trump's indictment, violent rhetoric. You had a Republican congressman named Andy Biggs who tweeted, quote, we have now reached a war phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that probably was inappropriate. Eye for an eye. Right? So here is, you know, you had another representative from Louisiana he it says he used various military terminology in a tweet objecting to Trump char, Trump's charges, and said you know that people should be summoned. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you had the woman who ran for governor in Arizona and lost. Basically, have a quote. I forget her name. I just know that's the secret black lady. I forget. But she ran, she lost, she tried to act like she's still the governor. She took everything to court. She lost all her court battles. She had something to say in regards to Trump being indicted. I have a message tonight from Merrick Garland and Jack Smith and Joe Biden. And the guys back there in the fake news media, you should listen up as well. This one's for you. If you want to get to President Trump, you're going to have to go through me and you're gonna have to go through 75 million Americans just like me. And I'm gonna tell you, yep, most of us are card-carrying members of the NRA. Where's where's this conversation being held at? That's not a threat, that's a public service announcement. Say, that sounds like terroristic threats to me. Like That sounds like a federal indictment need to follow that shit. I mean, particularly after we just saw. It's not like we didn't, we haven't seen violence from Trump supporters. We watched it. We watched them smear feces on the wall, right? We watched them beat cops with American flags, right? <laughs> so we've seen this again. And so to now ramp it up, Miracle, like, this is where, when we talk about white privilege. To this day! Because we know (laughs) if this was a black person that was arrested and black people started making comments like this, we know that black people aren't going to be able to come out and call a federal special prosecutor a thug. No, because why? Isn't all this a legal miracle? White people would be on road. Like guess. <laughs> Listen, I think. Hey, <laughs> let's go. Um, this is what they would be saying if this is a black president. No, that is obstruction of justice because you're not able to make any person going through the judicial process feel like afraid or fearful. Right. And the fact that he not only mentioned Smith but his family um, is right. highly problematic, and I don't understand why he's not actually in violation of his bond or release con- conditions. Right. So I'm very confused, but we'll see because he gets to keep doing whatever. I think he's going to let him do something until it just gets too far. Well, when, what is that? I mean, I don't know. Until like, he people just, actually until he messes die. up too much, and then they're like, oops. Because he also talked about going, you know, he's going to go at Biden and the Biden crime family. That's just, that's wild that you he know, puts that in like the same sentence. You know, so like, again, like he's, 
And so if something, does it take something happening? You know, it, this is interesting because this is a former senior Justice Department official who has studied ties to extreme rhetoric and violence named Mary McCord. She said, quote, so far, the politicians who have used this rhetoric to inspire people to violence have not been held accountable. Until that happens, there's little deterrent to using this type of language. And a lot of people like us call for the Marjorie Taylor Greens and mm -hmm. Lauren yeah. Bobbitts and Ted Cruz's and these people in the wake of January 6th that helped to egg on people. Yeah. Right? Influence it at the very least. To be held accountable on some level or measure. And it seemed like the Democrats didn't have or didn't want to do that and were nervous about that or whatever, whatever. And now... Every, anybody can say things, right? You know what I'm saying? It says uh, this guy named Pete Santilli, a conservative provocateur, declared that if he were the commandment of the Marine Corps, he would order, quote, every single Marine assigned to the Marine Corps barracks to grab President Biden, throw him in effing zip ties in the back of an effing pickup truck, mm. and get him out of the White House. I a didn't coup. think you were allowed to say these things, Miracle. A you coup. are in the hell. A coup. I don't know. Right, I, that, right that's the. Remember, it was like you can't threaten the president. You can't say things like that. I mean, they're talking about, you know, you know, basically kidnapping the president of the United States. It's actual political terror, domestic terrorism. Yes, is what that. Yes. Would, I don't know why people aren't doing anything. I'm someone who doesn't believe that criminal convictions defer and prevent crime. Yes. But what I believe is this subset of the population uses the fact that they have not been arrested or prosecuted or convicted yeah. as evidence that they are not committing crime, as yeah. evidence that their rhetoric is not problematic, right. as evidence that they are not doing anything unnatural or illegal or untoward. And that is why I believe that the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, and the local prosecutor's office should be a little more robust in going after these folks yeah. because they're doing actual threats. Like you literally said, if I could do A, B, and C, I would. You named a person, you named a behavior, and you named an actual physical action. Why are you just out here being, like, chilling? Yeah, and we saw, remember, we saw that when there was a, the conversation around the, the beginning indictment, you had some guy went to the FBI office in Cincinnati and actually, like, shot the office up. Yeah. So does it is it going to take somebody harming Joe Biden's family or Jack Smith's family before people take this. I mean, we've watched January 6th. We've saw all the videos. They released extra videos and videos on top of videos. They're in high definition, right? They're in 4K. <laughs> and it's like, so I just... I don't know, because this, this is white privilege on another level. I think it was Nashville that some guy, like, blew up a whole block, like, in protest... What? And no one, yeah, and no one, like, really cared. They're like, oh, this thing happened. But when stuff like this happens, it just makes me think of, like, Mayhem Mall and, like, how he had to go yes. to, like, yeah. Yeah. actual prison for upload for his cousin uploading a song right. on YouTube. And they said that was a threat. They said but they, this, terroristic threats. Yeah. Because the officer was doing his job and it was a part of the government but here are these people doing the same exact thing with the intentionality of here having their words heard and amplified and nothing is happening right and just to for context for those that don't know mayhem mall was a, was a rapper from pittsburgh who was arrested because he made a rap song where he name checked a police officer pittsburgh police officer and because he name checked that officer in that song he was charged with terroristic threats and actually put in jail, prosecuted and put in prison for those words. But again, he's black. And these are white people. These are these like white right wing people. And then I think we really has to ask the question of, you know, a lot of the police officers and police unions supported Trump. A lot of these military people were at January 6th and participated in January 6th. So is this also a thing of the people and the institution that would be enforcing these laws don't want to because they love Donald Trump and they love kind of this right-wing racist message that Trump is presenting. That's exactly what it is. I mean, 
these people have infiltrated, well, not even infiltrated, they're just exposed to being every level of government, every right. level of public service. You know what I mean? And like Miracle said, he's done well to isolate himself or surround himself with people to think like he does. Yeah. So, you know, he's pretty much insulated himself with these people. But, I mean, we're looking at right now some of the most interesting television that's about to come to us with this, like, if this trial is going to be like OJ on steroids. Yeah. We're going to have some wild shit happening. I, well, I, again, I think that's, and people are, that's if it actually is broadcast. I think yeah. people yeah, yeah, want, but you had mentioned police officer. It was an article where Indiana police officers was fired like two days after being sworn in. Yeah. For posting a racist shit on Facebook about yeah, George Floyd. Uh, right. A George Floyd meme that was like, he says, Take, let's all take a moment to appreciate better times. And he posted a picture of George Floyd, the officer knee, with his knee on George Floyd's neck oh, wow. as better times. And again, this is a police officer, somebody that was sworn in to protect and serve people as a police officer. And, you know, if you look at the Antioch Police Department, where damn near the whole police department is embroiled in this piece around racist text messages that leak. We just heard about West Virginia's entire state police force under investigation because they had mm. video cameras in the women's locker room and were recording not just women, but also like minors. You can't fix this. Like you, you cannot fix the system. It's, it is wild. It's irreconcilable. It is wild. And in the meantime, also in Florida, you had literal Nazis. At, hold up, Jack, pull this up. I'm, I'm going to make this larger. Pause. Oh, my um, goodness, bro. What is wrong with you? You know what? Jack, make this. <laughs> That's what I said. That was kind of wild. <laughs> so, anyway, outside of Disney World, literal Nazis. With the flags, man. Like, yo. I'm not, 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 is what I have. <clears throat> not little flags. Not little Nazi flags. Like, huge yeah, man. Nazi flags. Mm. At and Disney World. In front of Disney World. And the most magical place on earth. <laughs> I'm going to just go to Disney World. Like, what are you protesting at Disney World? Fun? You, you mad at <laughs> You don't want people to have fun? They said they don't want to hear this in Small World after all, man. But look, and then they had signs, you know, with DeSantis 2024 signs. Signs Putting in fingers. support of Ron DeSantis. And again, so it's like... You look at the Republican Party and you're like, wow, like it's a an attempt to like out racist and criminal. I don't get it. Trump man. really called that nigga pudding fingers. Man. Well, man. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he supposedly likes to eat pudding without a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and so therefore, not with a fork, <laughs> but with his fingers. He likes to just go in with three <laughs> finger to, to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, oh Ron. Me too. <laughs> we have officially gone off the rails. I'm ignoring it. As a show, currently. But right Trump now. is the one that said it, man. Trump, Trump. Put that nigga on blast. Yes. And again. I was trying to find the art. I can't find the video. But while these people were protesting at Disney, there was a black man who was also like counter protesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Them. And when they were following him, yelling him, and he allegedly may have told him he had the peace with him. And when oh. that happened, the police came and rolled up on him and not oh. the white protesters wow. who were literal Nazis and yelling slurs and different things. But isn't Florida just open carry? Open oh. carry is correct unless you are black, and then mm-hmm. that means you get stopped. And it's always int- – the like guns, to me, is very interesting when it comes to particularly black men because you don't see a lot of people advocating for open carry – like a lot of the gun rights organizations yeah, um, and activists, they really are not advocating and mass mobilizing around these things. Mm-hmm. And so you, it's nothing to see a wholesome family. Everybody has guns and, you know, in front of their Christmas trees and stuff like that. But then when it's like a black family doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. true. Everybody's like, call CBS, true. this is horrible, this is violent. So, but that, you know, put that to the side. I think that people attacking Disney is really just an indicator that 
people really want black folks and queer folks to be dead. True. And they are really tired that Disney is a place where everyone can be happy. Like, right. Disney has always created content that was even... Racist? Mm. Oh, yeah. Disney yes. has a history of racism, no doubt. But they were racism, but also de facto inclusion. Right. And so yeah. I think that a lot of people like to come after Disney. Yeah. And... I really feel for those Disney workers who now have to deal with that on a Mm -hmm. daily basis. And this Orange County Sheriff said in a statement, we are aware of these groups that aim to agitate and incite people with anti-Semitic symbols and slurs. They are also aware of the law. It says the Orange County Sheriff Office deplores hate speech in any form, but people have the First Amendment right to demonstrate. But doesn't Disney but, have, like, police there, like a police force that just <laughs> operates outside of the law? But they weren't going Probably inside. Not. I mean, yeah, yeah, they have a Disney police, but they didn't yeah. go inside. Disney, uh, okay. It was just on the side. And they wouldn't operate outside of the law if they're a police force. I but, mean, no, I mean, I thought, they, I thought they'd, like, be disappearing people. Mm. The I, Disney police force be doing some wild shit. I never heard. You yeah, don't get yeah. it. They have their own Disney they jail. Ha- they have their own jail. Yeah, they have their own. for my high school, you got disappeared one time. Yeah, <laughs> my high school. We for the seniors who did the senior trip in Disney World. Oh, wow. Somebody got caught with something, and they had to sit in the Disney jail until we left. I wonder oh, wow. what that experience is like. Yeah, fact. Because the actual jail, and it's not like a little Mickey Mouse like. <laughs> Yeah, but the, they will Mouse put you in the Disney jail. <laughs> the Mickey jail. <laughs> <laughs> so that that makes me think about how like these Nazi protesters have their First Amendment right yes. protected by police. Yes, but let us gather outside of Target right here in Pittsburgh. Right here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and you might see National Guard. Yes. On the fucking we roof have of the seen we have seen you like massive protests. I remember you know how Instagram shows your memories and mm-hmm. one remember when that East Liberty protest happened and me and you were walking past Target and in the parking lot of Target was a large group of like military they did they weren't police uniforms they were wearing and they were wearing like military uniforms. yeah they had a full body armor right. on they were queued up like they had a formation in front of like buses. 100%. Yeah, they had the riot shields. Yeah, all of that. So we've actually seen that happen. But again, it goes back to that white privilege. Yeah, it was the National Guard. Right. Yeah, it was the National Guard. And to go to Miracle's point, it's like, I thought it was, again, it's weird, right? If any, they've gotten to the point now where if any company makes any type of pride anything, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. literally like Target had to, pull back from some of the pride stuff because these dudes were going in target, like coming at the employees, coming at the security, taking, you know, ripping stuff off of the target walls, throwing it's like you pay them like, you know, on the ground, $12 an hour. They're not going to, you know what I mean? And they, nor should they, right? Yeah, that, nor should they have to defend that. But I think like Chick-fil-A said a pride thing and they were all we're going to boycott Chick-fil-A. Cracker Barrel said something about pride and now everybody hates Cracker Barrel like, like, Miracle said Bud Light and people were <laughs> shooting up Bud Light and pouring on the ground. And it's just a weird thing because like they, that doesn't affect you. Like a company basically saying, hey, you know what? We're acknowledging, you know, queer folks in this month. How does that affect you, your personhood, your bottom line? And it just, it is so weird it's to no see. It's no different than when white people were upset. Black people were drinking out the same water fountains as them. It seems very much like that, right? Yeah. Like the mere acknowledgement of a queer person or a black person or a brown person, like just the mere acknowledgement of it leads to some, you know, there was this whole conversation around like, you're taking all of our superheroes. Like, mm. now Spider-Man's black? Like, <laughs> God, can we get our superheroes back? Like, it's like, wait, what? The whole multiverse should not be weird, man. It's super. But it, again, it, but then these are the same people that be like, "We're not racist. Mm-hmm. We want equality for everybody." But it's like our superheroes, and it's just it's weird, man. I did want to play since we were on, you know, DeSantis in Florida. Yes, Tony Awards happened the other day. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and a CMU grad, Danae Benton was able to present at the Tony Awards. Yes. And she blessed us with not only her presence, but an amazing soundbite. Hi. Hi, I'm Danae Benton, actor, (laughs) thank you, and proud CMU alum. 
Shout out to Carnegie Mellon. CMU and the Tony Awards presented the 2023 Excellence in Theater Education Award. And while I am certain that the current Grand Wizard, I'm sorry, excuse me, Governor of my home state of Florida. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yes, indeed. And for those of you who don't know what a Grand Wizard is. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about Grand Wizard Khalifa. Grand no. Wizard Stop was, that. Is, Stop that. was tradition. Cut that. <laughs> yeah. edit, point. Edit, edit, edit point. Edit point. Edit point, please. Um, the Grand Wizard I was... I didn't say No. The Grand edit, Wizard edit was traditionally the highest ranking member in the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. Would give out all of the orders to harm people. Would yes. usually be the most vile racist bigot that you w- would know. And so that is why she called him the Grand Wizard. Yeah, definitely. And so shout out to her. You about to get old. Listen. I mean, you know, I don't, I mean, you know, shout out to her. She said it right. I don't know if DeSantis has responded. Did he respond to to the Nazis? I I didn't say anything. I mean, but again, like, why would he? Like, these are his supporters. Like, why would he want to alienate any of his supporters? I tried to find a statement from him about the Nazis, and I did not. You know what I'm saying? So I have That's no disturbing. idea. That's disturbing. I mean, it's definitely disturbing. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely weird. But it's also, you know, this is the Republican Party of 2023. Nazis, white supremacists, people that... And it's like when you've consistently... That's your brand. Mm-hmm. Your brand is we hate immigrants, we hate queer people, we hate black people, and the only people that are wrongly prosecuted are... White men. It's Donald Trump, right? And mm-hmm. and whoever is associated with Donald Trump. But I did see this thing where they were like, you know, when they talked about Donald Trump prosecution before we close out. Where did it say? It said, uh, oh, Trump's chief strategist, Steve Bannon, mm. convicted felon. Trump's campaign chair, Paul Manafort, convicted felon. Mm. Trump's national security advisor, Michael Flynn, convicted felon. Trump's advisor Roger Stone convicted felon but it's the body crime family yo and I'm like yo this is crazy yeah like this is his these are the people he surrounded himself with and now he has 71 felonies on deck but with more nothing wrong felonies with a little bit of felonies, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Trump is his behavior and how he's actively harming people. No, you're absolutely right, because there's nothing wrong with being a convicted felon right. and somebody that has... But it's like, w- w- when you're presenting yourself as a man that's done nothing wrong, and then everybody that has been in your circle, this doesn't even include... His lawyer, Michael Cohen, this doesn't include, like, it was another dude that was, oh, the guy who ran Trump's charity, he also served time. So, like, all the people around, and I would just say, like, if you... crime syndicate. Yeah, so if you're going to go work for Trump, I mean, because now his valet is also on these 37 federal charges with Trump as a co-defendant. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to work for Trump, you're going to be doing some crimes. I mean, just know (laughs) what the game is doing time. But I also (laughs) want to know if, like, is Trump paying for these families' food? Is he paying their Mm. bills? Like, like, is he actually looking out for these people that are going to jail for him? I want to know, like, how he is continuously bringing in income. Because he gets to tour and sell yeah, books. Yeah. And he's, you, know, you know, his family did all these speaking engagements on Fox. They sell linens and stuff. Not, but Right. But not only that, remember, they got the, they, and this is the question of, like, where are these documents? Yeah. Is he selling these secrets mm-hmm. for money? That's kind of what you I know? was getting at. He, like, he how had, is he, like, right. bringing in the income to he, pay for the legal team? He had mentioned that, something about Nixon getting $18 million dollars for his papers is something to that effect. So remember, right after he leaves the White House, Kushner and Ivana do some two billion, three billion dollar deal with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So is there some type of the document that he supposedly was on audio tape speaking about? They can't find it. Did he sell it to somebody? I mean, he has these relationships with folks in the Middle East, and this is not to vilify the folks in the Middle East. But I mean, they got billions of dollars, and I mean, you remember he was just. So they just got, are you saying they have Arab money? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's a song by Buster Rhymes for people that don't know. So, but I think it's that's the question, right? Is how, how is he? I mean, obviously he's getting 
you know, people are donating to his campaign, but was this some type of money-making scheme to get these documents? Are you alleging that the presidency <laughs> was a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> the presidency was no different than Herbalife? If anybody would make it a Ponzi scheme, it would be Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind From of, Donald you know, Trump. yeah, 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 yeah. Miracle? No one really care about what's going on with Trump if, like, he would have just did social investments so to help people <laughs> is true. just have, that like, a true. better way of life. Because people are like, okay, yeah, he did that, you know. But, like, I have more food in my pantry. My student loans are forgiven. Yes. My uh, my family members are back home. Like, had he just done some invest social true. investments and true. pivoted after, like, his second year, he, one, possibly would have ran, won his reelection, and two, he would have had so many people endeared to him. That's like Clay Davis that, like, in The Wire, man. 100%, yeah. He should well, have done that. I mean, well, uh, to Trump, I, mean, I guess that's what he, I mean, he got Teddy Riley's brother off. He that got was like 1% Lil Wayne off. Like, he got Kodak Black off. He got Kwame Kilpatrick. Maybe in his mind, he's thinking this is what he's doing. And because he's doing this now. You got to do it on a mass scale. So he did like maybe five or 10 people. No, you got to you you bring all, when you free the guys, you got to bring all the guys yeah, home. Do you know what Lil Wayne means to black people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably said it in his mind. If I just free Lil Wayne, that's millions of black <laughs> people will love me. You know? Yeah. He, he could have done like so much. And the thing True. is, he just. He'd been like a Robin cr- Hood. He could have been like a Robin have. Hood. He just yes. crashed out so bad. And it was just like, bro. Yeah. Like, and you couldn't even just retire and live in like a life of luxury. He had a toilet made of gold. Like, yeah. he literally yeah. didn't have to do any of this. And ironically, that same toilet was filled with <laughs> documents. <laughs> <laughs> Stacked to the ceiling. <laughs> so much so they couldn't even flush that much. Like, and you know why they couldn't flush it? They went and shit on the walls after they couldn't flush that toilet. <laughs> oh, oh man. So uh, is there any anything else? We do have a good white pages. Oh, we do. Of course. We always normally have a good white pages. This white pages is from Toni Morrison, winner of the Nobel Prize the in legend. literature. You know, the legendary Toni Morrison. Playing in the dark, whiteness. And the literary imagination, a national bestseller. Shout out to Toni Morrison, award-winning author, beloved in jazz. This is a quote from the New York Times Book Review. Toni Morrison is the closest thing the country has had to a national writer. Amazing, you know what I'm saying? So, any other comments? We have a you know good we call. Close? We have a, a good call to action for you lot. Like you know, if you're in the Juneteenth and you're in the baseball, and you want to have a phenomenal weekend. You know, <laughs> pull up to pull up to PNC. There might not be barbecue. There might be barbecue there. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. But, you know, but we're going to be celebrating art as liberation with the Pittsburgh Pirates mm-hmm. on the 19th of June as the Chicago Cubs are in town to play the Pittsburgh Pirates. who are playing phenomenal baseball. Oh, is Bay going to be there? Is who? Bay, like the Chicago. Never mind, I'll look him up. There's or a the player Chicago, on the Chicago Cubs. That, a, his name was Bay, and he was. Oh, his name is Bay. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. I see. thought that was a little, you know. Yeah, that was yeah your yeah. Bay. Uh, but seven oh five. We don't talk about my personal life on the show. Seven oh five. The Cubs take on the Pirates here at PNC yes. Park, and in in commemoration of Andrew McCutcheon's two thousandth hit. Yes, that's some mm. black excellence for you right 100%. there. Okay. Tickets, I believe, are two for twenty two dollars. Mm. Wow. Yes. At the so you can get you know great seats, but also the best view in baseball. But we portably. want you to go to our social media. Absolutely. And use the link to buy tickets on our social media. That's right. Because they benefit Catapult. Yes, a portion of those tickets go to Catapult Greater Pittsburgh, an amazing mm. organization. That deals with work around poverty and black yeah. women. Housing. Uh, specifically, yeah. yes, housing. So shout out to Tammy Thompson and Catapult. We love Tammy. Right. And we also have a conversation happening Thursday around mm-hmm. hip-hop. This thing you call hip-hop that's at the Black Box. This is in Pittsburgh, of course. Yeah. But that's examining hip-hop's 50th anniversary featuring, you know, one of our founding members, Paradise Gray of X-Clan. Fed the God is going to be there. Hardo is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Special K is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be an amazing conversation. And so, and it's free. And so come to the Black Box, 7 o'clock Thursday for this free conversation. It's amazing. And then we got the Future is Black coming up yep. on the 22nd. 23rd. 23rd. Yep. The big show. Uh-huh. The big art show. Yes. 
And so it's a lot happening this month. But yeah, definitely get out. It's a lot of amazing Juneteenth events happening in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's Juneteenth events happening where you are. We never got into the Juneteenth where they had the like the white people mm -hmm. on the Juneteenth sign. Oh man! And it was like they were like, "Oh, where was that? That was St. Louis." I, it was, I thought it was South Carolina. Was it? I'm, I'm not it sure. S, but yeah. But is there is that in, being inclusive? Like, should like some things aren't meant to be inclusive? But you know how you like make things inclusive. I think it was the fact that they were like, "We want more people to be a part of huh? Juneteenth, so we're going to remove black faces." Was the problem that they could yeah, have yeah, done yeah, a little yeah. cute little group shot of people all celebrating Juneteenth? But they were like, "No, we want to put like white couples on the fly." I was like, "No, have everybody come together. If this is an inclusive moment." Have everybody be pictured no. as a community for celebration. Now, this South is a Carolina. question. This is a question for everybody because, you know, on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, I love Cinco de Mayo. A lot of times on Cinco de Mayo, people who are non-Latino will wear, like, a sombrero. Mm -hmm. Foolishness. Right. Or wear, like, you know, things that they feel like are maybe traditionally Mexican. Similar things happen with St. Patrick's Day. Mm. So, like, no, if I don't like this. No. Don't even. Don't even. What, no. What, what are white no. people or non-black people wearing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fubu. <laughs> Come on, oh, Fubu jerseys. Fubu and cross colors. <laughs> Can you get Fubu now? Yeah, I mean, Fubu probably the old school. No, nah, Fubu's come back out. Fubu came really? back out. Mecca came back out. Yeah, they came mm. out with Wait, some new line. right now. Yeah, right yeah, now. And yeah. It, but also that price point is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, wow. They, Fubu's trying to charge? Yeah, why are you trying to you pay over $100 wow. for, like, no Fubu? So, so could you, so we should encourage white people then to support black businesses. Black I always wonder was, was you white, have, you're wearing honor that get honor yeah, the gift. That's yeah. our brother, Russell Westbrook's clothing line. Hey, riddle me this. And this is for the audience, but more so for you <laughs> was white people wearing FUBU cultural appropriation. I don't think so. For us, okay. by us. Because if I'm wearing, you know, well, I was called, I was told that I wear hunky clothes oh. on the oh. show. <laughs> Cause I have, you know, I wear polo. Lacoste. Who said this? That was one of the commenters, right? Really? That's <laughs> with, hilarious. With, with, with our hunky clothes. Oh, so, shit. right. Yeah. If I wear polo, I wear Lacoste. Is that cultural appropriation? These are white brands. No, I would want, to me, I want white people to wear black owned, black brands, right? I want, because you can't be a billion dollar. You can't really, you know, go over the level of like really becoming successful in business if you don't appeal to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's so that saying would be white thing. people make it popular. No, I'm saying like you're saying white says, people make it said, better. No, he said in order to become a billionaire, and you have to you have to appeal to white people. You got to tap dance to these for these white people. You got to tap dance. Outside of exploiting labor, in order to no. be a billionaire, you have to have multiple people buy your product. Right, that's all I was saying. So I don't think you know if I'm starting a brand that would be you know there are white people that wear one hood clothes that's not that's not cultural can y'all just take them off your tinder profiles please? like can you not be on your dating apps in your one hood gear because then people send them to us and be like is this your staff and we have to be like no we still don't know so then we are like preventing you from you know finding your love because we have to tell people that that's not okay and if you want a one hood shirt for your tinder profile you go to the number one hood dot org under merchandise, and you, you know can get saying? some fresh one hood gear, some merchandise. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know, maybe you attract somebody that's socially conscious. <laughs> so, to back to your question, nah, <laughs> like, so we're saying on Juneteenth, we want maybe some of the white people that are oh my god listening, put on some black owned you know gear that day. Just, right? just don't wear kente cloth and dashiki <laughs> and take a knee in the middle of federal street in solidarity with us we're not asking for that nancy pelosi <laughs> but i'm saying <laughs> but if you want to do that you i wanna, can't stop if you, you want to rock a dashiki <laughs> harambe harambe <laughs> let's go let's land this plane come on we're out of here <laughs> we'll see you next week. uh last final words I, I had a serious thing that I wanted to say. So oh, I'm going to do a transition. Please. But speaking of Florida, I didn't want to just mention Tori Bowie. I think yes. that's how you say her name. She was the track athlete who was released this week. She died during labor in her home. 
and just talking about like the state of Florida and what it means for black and brown people to live there and not have access to quality health care regardless of their socioeconomic status. So I just wanted to bring Rory to the space and just Absolutely. to remind people that our elections do have consequences and things that we're fighting for are to make sure these preventative health measures aren't ignored for our sisters so they don't have to die in their home. So that is all. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that very important information. Any last words from you, Fruit? No, I already said what I had to say, man. All right, well, mm-hmm. okay. Man, kind of got a little aggressive there. I think. Oh, I didn't mean to, no. With that being said, this has been This Week in White Supremacy. We will see y'all post-June team. Peace. One hood, y'all.